0: And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, May 19th. And you know, Mark, I feel like this week a little bit better. I mean, I don't want to just, I don't want to actually jinx myself, but I do feel a tiny bit like, you know, the huge moves up and down are not not happening as much. This does not mean, of course, that they will not in the future. I'm just saying this week, I feel like everyone can breathe. And uh, that's good. That is good news. And um, if you are feeling a little uncertain about what's going on in your financial life, you know, we're here to help you out. The easiest way to get in touch with us is to go to jillonmoney.com click the contact us button. Don't forget to let us know if you are if you would be willing to come on the air. But if you don't want to come on the air, we are trying to put episodes together of just emails. This is one of them because I don't want shy people to be hurt that we're not getting to their questions. All right. It takes a little bit longer. Uh, we got a lot of questions in, of course, over the last, I don't know, Mark, I think that we got a spike in the last six weeks or so because of markets. And, uh, I don't know. I know that most of you really understand the steps to take so that you don't freak out. But if you need some handholding, we are here for you. Okay. And so jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Mark, how about we do some emails? I got some here that you've just been kind enough to send to me. So this is from Georgine, who says, I'm 73 and my husband is 75. We have very good stocks and get dividends, but it worries me what the stock market will do this year with a possible recession. Can I just have a moment here? We're going to get a recession, everyone. We're not going to escape the economic cycle. I don't know if it's going to happen this year or next year or the year after, but we do have recessions. And if you're going to be an investor, you best be prepared for that fact. Sometimes they come out of the blue, like the COVID recession. Sometimes they come sort of in a natural cadence when interest rates are rising, kind of like now-ish, high inflation-ish. So I don't want you guys to be freaking out because part of being an investor is accepting that we have economic cycles. Okay, let me get back to Georgine for a second. A few years ago, she says, we lost $100,000 because our Edward Jones rep said not to touch it. We're afraid this will happen again. You know, Mark, what do you think about that? Do you think they really lost $100,000 or do you think that they showed on paper a $100,000 loss because of a recession or because the markets went down and now it's recovered? I, I think the latter. And so if your representative said, don't touch it, Maybe that representative was spot on. Maybe you lost 100000 on paper and the markets came roaring back. So they're worried about this happening again. Should we leave it alone? It is diversified. She says, although American funds never seem to profit. Georgine, American funds do really well. Are you pulling money out of this account and then not considering the fact that you're actually pulling money out of the account because you say that you've got to take money out for your required minimum distributions? Are you sure that you are not looking at the total dollar value instead of the investment return? If you are diversified, then this should be fine. If you want to reduce the risk, then you should do so. If you want to take your required minimum distribution and uh, she says, we want to reinvest their required minimum distribution, it means she doesn't even need the money mark for Georgine and anyone else that's listening. Number one, you've got a retirement account. Whatever money you need to withdraw for your RMD should be in cash in the money market in that account. That's number one. Two, If you do not like the ride of the ups and downs of the markets, you are going to have to make a choice of reducing the risk in your portfolio. That would mean that you would move out of some of the stock positions, maybe go into short-term bonds, but you know that if you were to do this, if, I'm not saying you should, that you are not allowed to cry when the markets return to more normal action and maybe we go through a recession and we go through a growth period and you're not and you're not making as much money that's the deal you are making number 3 i want you to be crystal clear about what's going on in the current account before you say american funds never profit american funds are a good fund family actually they're expensive but they're good And maybe you just have the wrong allocation for what you think you want. Don't worry so much about the investment account. If the only thing you're doing is taking money out for your required minimum distribution, that's all you're using that for, then you should not really worry about whether we go into a recession this year, next year, or in two years. You'll be fine. This is from Liz, who said that her parents generously gifted grandchildren Apple stock years ago. Ooh, I love that. They have accounts of fidelity. We've been advised that they should sell it. Huh. I'm I'm unclear about capital gains that they would owe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Kids are 20, 21 and 24. Uh, 24 is not part of the parents' tax situation. As I understand, capital gains are different until you make more than $40,000. You're right. Um, Okay. So here's the deal. The kids inherit your parents' cost basis. Mom bought Apple with a cost basis of $3.39 a share. Now, even with the little dippity-doo in Apple stock recently, it is trading about $150 a share. That's quite a capital gain. Here's what I would say. I don't know who's telling them to sell it. If they don't need the money, here's what I would do. You don't want the kids to sell it and then their capital gain would be your capital gain rate. I think the 24-year-old is where you start looking, okay? So if you sell, the 24-year-old were to sell right now, okay, it would be up to 41675 for a single person. Capital gains rate mark is zero. <laughs> so what I would do is I would wait till the kids are out of your tax situation, and then we sell, and no matter what, selling at a 0% capital gains, oh my God, what a win. So that's what I would do, especially if they needed the money. That was one thing, but they don't need the money. So let's keep it till 0% capital gains. Again, for this year, if you're single, up to $41,675, right? You can earn that and pay a 0% capital gains. What a great deal. Okay. Dennis writes, hi, Jill and Mark. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months. I love that you actually provide answers as long as you're given enough info to do that. Thank you here's a situation you ready Mark he is 70 wife is 65 they're both retired recently he started a part-time job to keep busy brings ten thousand dollars a year in they have 58 thousand dollars from Social Security oh I see a little problem right now our annual expenses are about eighty thousand dollars so you know where he's making 68 there' now and that's pre-tax expenses are 80. This includes a mortgage of 3.2%, which will be done in five years. Okay. The house is worth 750 grand. Downsizing is an option, not in the near term. We have three kids that are all currently financially stable. They're not in need of any assistance. Combined IRAs, a million dollars in Vanguard index funds, 70 bonds, 30 stocks, no Roth investments or pensions. Wah, wah, sad face. Okay. We have $110,000 in cash. We have not yet started to withdraw funds from our IRA. We'd like to hold off until the market turns around. Okay. Our IRAs have lost about 12% since February of this year. We are, of course, concerned that the IRA nest egg will shrink more. Okay, you ready? Mark, should we take advantage of I-bonds? Should we convert to Roths while we're in the 12% bracket? Should we consider fixed or deferred annuities? And other suggestions are welcome. Mark, we can't convert because right now we cannot use that cash up, right? No converting. So that's easy. Should you consider fixed or deferred annuities? No, you should not. You know what I would do? I would start to take, I mean, you're in the $68,000, you make $68,000, you're in 12% bracket. You know what I would do? I would take some of your money out of the IRA. Instead of using the cash that you have on hand, I would take the money you need, from the IRA right now, and you're in bonds. I know it sucks, but whatever. The market's down. You're not taking it all out. What do you think, Mark, that we take whatever they need in addition to the money that they're taking in? So they have 68,000. They probably need another 20 grand. I think he must be using the money from cash. I'm not sure I would want to drain too much from cash. Maybe, maybe I would take, I wouldn't leave them with less than 100 grand, Would you? They're not that old. They're pretty young when in like retirement age, right? The wife's only 65, he's 70. If you look at your tax situation, yeah, uh, you are in the 12% bracket. I would rather you stay in that 12% bracket. So I might take some money out of your account for this year to make up the difference between, again, you need some money, probably need about 20 grand a year. So take 10 of it out of the IRA. And you can spend ten grand in cash, and then that's it for this year. Hopefully, then next year, right? We're going to have to reassess what's happening. You know, seventy bonds and thirty stocks theoretically should not actually is not going to give you as much money as I think he th- he needs. And this is the kind of market where we'd like you to not actually be pulling so much money out. So I think what should happen is. They don't have to do RMDs till his age 72 for now, okay? And so I think that I would kind of take like maybe 10 grand a year out and then I would really work more. I think that's what I would do. You could put some money in I-bonds, it's fine. Take some of your cash. I would I would certainly take 20 of your 100 grand that's left and put it into, ca- into I-bonds, fine to do that. You can't do more than that anyway. And we need to preserve your cash. But you know, you've got a 70-30 portfolio. And I know it's down a lot. That's a lot for you to think about, but hopefully you have some money that is in cash in the retirement account. And I would start pulling it out slowly, but surely. I think that working really is going to help people get through a lot of their retirement worries. That's just my two cents. All right, David, here's another one. Retired, say age 66, single, hundred grand in savings, $700 a month in a pension, has not yet claimed social security says I can live comfortably on $60,000 a year. I have over 10 times my highest annual income in a traditional IRA. So he's got, let's see, is that right? 600 grand in an IRA, half is Roth. Mostly Vanguard lifestyle, life strategy growth. He's thinking about using the portfolio advisory services. He also is thinking about converting some IRA into Roth to avoid higher taxes when he takes his RMDs. I would convert an amount that would bring my taxable income for this year to the top end of 24%. I'm aware that the amount of the conversion counts as taxable income. I would pay tax on the conversion from my savings account. <sighs> okay. Should he claim social security at full retirement age, which is now-ish, or wait until he says 72, but you can only wait, it's 70 where you max it out. If he gets $700 a month in a pension, where is he getting the rest of this money of his 60 grand a year? Let's say he's got... Let's make this up. A million dollars. We're going to do another million dollar IRA. That's what the episode's going to be called: the million dollar IRA that can't generate enough income. <laughs> Is he's got a million dollars in an IRA, half traditional, half Roth? What's the deal with converting? Same as the previous question. You got only a hundred grand in savings. No, don't convert. I wouldn't convert. I would wait until if you can claim your social security right at sixty six. Or seventy, I think the real issue is then what are you living on between now and then? Okay, so if you are sixty six now, are you draining your whole savings account? I don't know that. That's what it sort of sounds like. Very similar to the previous question. I really need more information because I feel like we're missing something here. No to the conversion. I think normally what we like to say is if you can wait until you are seventy, fine. But if that if you are waiting till seventy means you are going to plow through your whole savings, then no don't do that. Then start at your full retirement age. At 72, you'll have to start taking money out of the traditional retirement account and you will do so. So, all right. Um, here's what you've learned today: a million dollars in a retirement account is not as much as you think. What we've always said is that if you have a million dollars in a retirement account, first of all, a million dollars is not a million dollars because you haven't paid tax on it if it's traditional, right? So, in general, the million is really seven hundred and fifty, and of that seven hundred and fifty, you can collect about three percent annually over again, this is generally speaking, I'm not saying for everyone, this is like a real back of the envelope. You can collect about $22,500 a year, 20 to 25, think of it that way. And then you probably won't run out of money. However, if you're in a great position where you don't have to pull money out when markets are lower, boy, that's a great advantage. So a million dollars is not what you think it is. It's a lot of money. I don't want to make it sound like I don't think that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's not a lot of money when you think about living for 30 more years. Stop retiring so early, everyone. We're going to have a guest on soon who um, talks about how you believe your aging will actually influence how long you live. How about that? Okay. If you would like to actually ask us a question, go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. I love that when you do, because if we think about this episode, people who were on, if you would come on the air, it would be so much uh, better because we could ask a lot of follow up questions while you're on our website. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter and check out our other broadcast. It's called Eye on Money. Okay, very easy to do. All right. uh, Thursday in the can. Thank you very much for listening. We uh, like to remind you to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, Growth, Grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.